What seemingly small things destroy a relationship over time? Welcome to the 13th episode of the Infinity Growth Podcast, where we guide you to find and fulfill your purpose, take care of your mind, body, and soul, as well as give you tips on how to improve your life and live your best life. I am your host, a life coach passionate about personal growth and development, Janet Jenga. A relationship requires hard work and effort in order to grow and blossom. Whether it is a romantic love relationship or not, there are small things that secretly destroy relationships over time. For some of the things I will talk about, they have personally affected me and caused a big rift with time. Initially, they never look like a big deal, but with time they develop to be the biggest fights and eventually cause the relationship to end. For each of the points that I will mention, I will include a short tip on how you can address the issue to prevent it from destroying your relationship. Some of the points are borrowed from a book I love by Dr. John Gottman and Nan Silver. It is called The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work. I loved reading the book and it has plenty of great insights. Later in the episode, I will share with you how you can get your copy if you are interested. For now, let's dive into the small things that secretly destroy a relationship over time. Number one, not communicating your needs. I used to struggle to communicate my needs because I used to think it was selfish, but I realized in the end it causes you to get hurt and you get resentful. Resentful is one of the things that destroy a relationship completely, regardless of whether it is a love relationship, romantic, family, relatives. Once you start feeling resentful about something or someone, you start looking down upon it and your happiness decreases, which means that it's hard for that relationship to thrive. The inability to communicate your needs starts with small things, like someone does for you something that is important to you, but you don't address it because you think maybe you're being selfish or you're overreacting. Then with time, it builds up and it becomes something huge. You can't understand where it even started from and where it came from. So to prevent this, I normally recommend that you learn to communicate your needs and communicate them no matter how small they are. So it doesn't matter whether you think it's irrelevant or not irrelevant. What matters is that you get the need communicated so that it gets out of you and your partner is aware of what he or she needs to meet for you. When it comes to communicating your needs, learn how to communicate without accusing someone. For example, use I instead of you. So for example, if you're trying to communicate that something hurt you, don't put it in such a way that you never do this or you always do this. Put it that I feel this way when you do this. So next time when you're doing this, I would appreciate if you'd do it this way and not that way. That way, it prevents the person who's receiving the feedback from being defensive and allows them to internalize the message, which means that you have a higher chance of getting your needs met. And when your needs are met, your relationship has a higher chance of thriving. The second point is not choosing your battles wisely. Human beings are complicated. And when you have a relationship with another human being, it is bound to experience challenges because we are different and we are complicated. In a male-female relationship, the manner in which males think and do their things is different from how females think and do their things, which brings differences in relationships. And if they are not watched, they can easily creep in and cause your relationship to end with time. Some differences are not worth 
the fight. They're not worth the energy. And you don't need to agree with everything that somebody is saying or doing or everything that they believe. You just have to know what is most important to you and let go of these other small things that will just destroy your relationship. So if something doesn't mean so much to you and your partner holds a different opinion, there's no reason to fight it or to win just for the sake of winning. Let it go. Always choose peace, but make sure that the battles you choose to fight are of important things to you. Don't fight every battle that comes your way. And if it's important for your partner, make sure you listen to them and address it. And if it's not important to you, you don't have to cause a big issue about it. Just let it go, accept, and learn to cooperate together. So before you argue on something or you bring up a disagreement, make sure you ask yourself how important it is to you and your partner. Which leads me to the next point, which is not knowing what is important for you and what is important to you. I believe relationships would be a happier place if we knew ourselves better. If you know what you want, what you need, what is most important to you, then you will not negotiate for the wrong things or compromise on what is important to you. Because once you start compromising on the things that are important to you, again, it takes you back to resentment. And when resentment enters the picture, then your relationship starts decaying slowly. It is important to know what is important to you. And for the sake of making a relationship work it's important to also try and see what your partner values the things that are most important to them as well so that you don't disregard them once you start disregarding things that are important to your partner your partner starts feeling like you don't listen like you don't understand them you don't see them so it's important to get the balance between both of you again relationships are very complicated because as human beings you're complicated but I think there are ways in which we can make it easier for ourselves and for our partners by focusing on our needs and how we can give our partner their needs. That way, the balance comes with time. It's not always achievable, but when you can, give it your best. Knowing what is important for you will help you to know which battles to pick, which ones to let go of, and how to negotiate your needs. You don't really have to negotiate your needs, but sometimes we have to set up our partner in such a way that they can succeed in fulfilling our needs. Sometimes we set high standards for others that even we ourselves can't meet. And that is why I have used the word negotiate. Otherwise, make sure that you feel fulfilled and satisfied in your relationship. The solution to knowing what is important for you is to venture into a journey of self-discovery. Know yourself, don't stop learning about yourself. Similarly, make sure that you take time to know who your partner is, what they value, because all that will add up in the end. And in the book that I've talked about, Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work, the author really insists on the importance of knowing your partner and knowing the little things like what is their favorite meal, what is their favorite color, what do they love, what do they hate. These small things are what keep a relationship together. So don't take it for granted. Take time to learn about each other. And even though nobody gets your needs, ensure that you are proud of them and you communicate 
to the respective people. There is no need that is too small. Just be proud of what is unique about you. The fourth point that I have, which is something that I think distresses relationships over time, is unwilling compromises. For one reason or another, we are taught to think that relationships are all about compromise. Yes, there is an aspect of compromise. But I feel it is better if we would strive to search for a win-win rather than compromise. Secondly, I don't think it is fair to compromise on things that are important to you because in the end you will not be happy even though it may give you temporary peace and satisfaction at the moment. Years to come you will regret why you ever compromised on what is important to you. Now I don't mean that you argue sit with your partner and find a win-win situation how can you enable your partner to meet your needs how can he or she enable you to meet his needs can you do that or if you have a problem what's the solution to it make time for your relationship to work sometimes i feel like relationships are like a business and you have to always keep coming up with strategies and goals and things so that it keeps running and you keep making profits so even in the relationship the profit is your happiness so the happier you are the better your relationship so make time for it take time to know each other and know that forced compromise doesn't work it will get you hurt it will make you resentful and it will just lead to unhappiness relationships are not about 50-50 it's about giving 100% and learning to receive a hundred percent so don't look for the 50-50 if i compromise on this then you compromise on that one thing i don't like about compromising is that it makes you start keeping tabs and keeping count of i did this you did that i compromised on this and you didn't compromise on that or you feel like you can dictate what your partner should stop doing and what they should start doing in everything try to find a win-win and give a hundred percent of yourself if you feel that the person is not deserving of a hundred percent you know what is best for you you know what you need to do the next point i have is criticism i find it very interesting that we criticize people without even knowing that we are criticizing them i for one am guilty for that I could say something and when I look back at what I've said I feel I didn't do right that if that same statement was told to me I would feel horrible but that is why we have to learn to forgive ourselves criticism slowly destroys relationships and it starts as something very small and what leads to this is resentment when something when you come to a point where you feel like you're partner is not capable of doing something you find yourself using the words you never do that or you you're always like this and these words are very hurtful initially it may look like a joke it may look like it doesn't hurt but a few years to come this will be the thing that will have destroyed your relationship completely so take care not to criticize your partner and especially don't criticize them in public If you have issues that need to be addressed, communicate them well. Don't feel like there's a need to threaten someone or talk negatively about someone. It will only make the situation worse. Nobody likes being criticized. You don't like being criticized, so don't criticize anyone. 
and this is the part where I would call on you to ask for patience. It's not easy when someone keeps doing the same thing and you have to repeat the same thing over and over again. It's quite difficult, but this is where you need to learn to be patient and you need to watch your words. And if something is really, really, really important to you, make sure you tell your partner how important it is to you. Not when the action is happening, but later on when you're spending time in a more relaxed environment or even during your dates, make sure you let them know that this particular thing doesn't work well for you and this is how you'd rather it is approached. And if your partner really cares about you and meeting your needs, he or she will do their best to make sure that they try and meet your needs. Now, don't use those words against me. If somebody is not probably listening to your words or you've tried everything and it's not working, I don't have a solid solution to you. Why? Because I think every relationship has a different approach, a different story. And I can't tell you what to do unless I know the whole background of the story. So don't say that because he or she doesn't do this and I have talked about it 50 million times, it means that the person doesn't care. No, there's always a story to it. Sit down and analyze what is happening. And if you need extra help, you can always reach out to me or you can reach out to a relationship coach or a therapist because they're in a better position to understand the whole story and give you a different perspective. When it comes to criticism, don't critique your partner, instead inform them and don't keep track of what they're doing wrong. Once you forgive, forgive and accept. Yes, you can't forget, but accept. Always remind yourself that because I forgive them, I cannot use that to argue. I cannot raise that against them. Just the same way you wouldn't like somebody to remind you of all the things you did wrong. Just imagine each time you prayed, God would tell you, you did this wrong on this day, you did this wrong on this day, as in it would really demotivate you. So don't do that to your partner as well. The last tip before the bonus point is contempt. Contempt is feeling like somebody is unworthy of your respect or unworthy of you. Now, when it gets to the point where you feel like you're more important than your partner, then I think there is a problem. And there are several steps that lead to this point. Those steps are discussed in the book, Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work. And I think at the point of contempt, it takes a lot to save that relationship. To prevent yourself from getting to contempt, make sure that you don't look down upon someone. Don't build up on the resentment. Don't keep track of what somebody is doing wrong. Have check-ins with yourself daily to know if this relationship is meeting your needs. And remember, at the end of the day, you want to be in a relationship where you are happy. So you can't compromise on the things that are most important to you. And you cannot hang on to the fact that somebody will change one day. That is why there is communication. That is why there is tolerance and only you know how much you can take people have different tolerance levels there are those who can take in way more than others which is okay but it is up to you to make that decision so make sure you're constantly checking in on yourself and seeing how you're relating with your partner so when contempt is in the picture 
you'll find yourself gossiping about your partner which is wrong you wouldn't want somebody to talk bad about you in public if you're talking about your partner make sure you're talking about the positive things something about talking negatively about your partner is that you begin to tell your mind that this is who your partner is so no matter what they do you will always see the negative things as you go forward make it a point to always and only speak about the positive things about your partner with others don't wash your dirty linen in public again as ladies once contempt is in the picture we start looking at our partners differently and it's not that they don't notice they do so once you feel you're getting to the point where you're looking at your partner like he's unworthy just know you're not doing him or her service you need to respect each other and honor each other as human beings again i wouldn't want to give one common solution and say walk out or don't walk out it is only you who knows how to deal with this situation but don't look at your partner badly don't look down upon him or her and when you notice that you're beginning to lose trust and not believing in his or her ability check in with yourself again and ask yourself where the problem is look for help read books read articles listen to podcasts just do something that will help you know the best solution for your problem at the moment at the end of the day you get to make the decisions for yourself and make sure that the decisions you make lead you to a happier life and lead you closer to your dream life to prevent contempt from the word go make it a priority to trust honor and respect your partner the way they want so recently i found myself in the middle of an argument that made me realize that what i think is trust honor and respect to me is not the same as what my partner thinks is trust honor and respect to them and this is important because we are all different and how i want you to demonstrate trust to me is not the same way your partner would want you to demonstrate trust to them therefore as you know each other make sure you understand what it means for your partner to trust, honor and respect them. Get to know the things that are not acceptable to them, the things that they disregard. Again, these are things we should discuss when we are settled, relaxed, peaceful in our normal environments. Don't wait for the next huge argument so that you start wondering but that to me does not mean it's lack of trust so make sure you know what your partner needs understand and know the actions that would cause them to feel not trusted not honored and not respected we are human beings we deserve the dignity of being a human being so it is our responsibility to trust honor and respect every human being at least at the basic level. I have a bonus tip coming up for you, but first, here's the bonus question that I'd like you to answer in the Facebook group if or if you're listening in the website, answer it in the comments below. And the question is what small thing has ever destroyed your relationship? It could be a love relationship, a friendship, a relationship with a family member, a relative, let me know what small thing has destroyed your relationship over time and this way we can get to build on this post and others can get insights into the small things that they should avoid in order to make their relationship work i've talked about a book the seven principles of making marriage work this book has a lot of insights and it is very practical and applicable which makes me love it 
I bumped onto this book sometime last year and I just decided to skim through it but I ended up enjoying the book, loving it and getting a lot from it and it has allowed me to share some of the tips that I have shared with you in this episode. So if you want to get this book, you can find it on Audible. Audible is a platform where you can listen to books. It is great if you are a busy person and you never have time to read. You get to listen to books as you go about your normal activities, whether it is during your commute as you go to work or as you go back home or as you're doing your chores or even working in the office. It's a nice way to get knowledge. So you can check it out if you're interested. The book is available on Audible. And if you join Audible, you get one month free. And if you become a member of Audible Premium Plus, you'll be able to get a free credit each month, which will allow you to pick the book you want to read that month. It gets to save you some money because you don't need to buy the book and you have a higher chance of completing the book once you get it. The bonus tip I have for you is before you address an issue with your partner, take some time to think and analyze the problem and have a rough idea of the solutions. We have to note that men and women process information differently. As for men, you find that they cannot think, feel and talk at the same time. But as for women, most of them can think, feel and talk at the same time. In fact, we process our thoughts as we speak. We know what we are feeling and that makes it difficult for our partners to know how to deal with that. And in the heat of an argument, anything can go wrong. Mean words can be said, things can be thrown. You get to trigger the worst parts in someone. So before you decide that this is something you want to engage in, take time, a few minutes at least, compose yourself, think about what is happening, try try i repeat try don't force try to put yourself in your partner's shoe see if you can understand the situation from their perspective then come back to your perspective try and see how you can meet each other in the middle it is ideal not always possible but you can give it a try so each time you find that you want to cause an argument at the moment or you want to talk back at your partner Hold yourself, let the one who is speaking keep speaking, compose yourself, then find time when everybody has calmed down to talk about the issue. In your arguments, don't say mean words, don't raise your voice, try your best to always be calm and patient. But at the end of the day, ensure that you resolve all your issues with your partner. And as soon as you're done resolving them with your partner, resolve them in your heart. Something that I like to do to ensure that I have resolved an issue in my heart is to journal. For every situation that I go through and I have resolved it physically or maybe I'm unable to resolve it physically, I sit down and journal about it. That way I get to let out everything. I may find solutions in the process or I may find something that I didn't address that needs to be addressed, which is important to me. Or I find that I have fully let go of the issue and it brings peace it helps you to stop keeping track and it allows you to recognize that both of you are human and that you're bound to make mistakes thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed i hope you will come back for the next episode remember to check out our facebook group we are offering a free find your purpose mini course in the facebook group this is the first of the many mini courses we want to offer this year 
So make sure you check out the group. It's free to join. The link is in the show notes. And if you have a question relating to this episode, feel free to ask it in the Facebook group. If you have a question that you feel needs to be addressed in its own podcast episode, feel free to leave it in the Ask a Question link in the show notes. And lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you share with your friends and family and help me to spread the message. Subscribe if you can and look out for new episodes every week. Today's closing quote is, Assumptions are the termites of relationships. Until next time, you have what it takes to achieve your dreams.